Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Today, you're listening to myself, Mark Hirons, and Chris Marson. Today on this episode, we're talking with Chris all about printing, different print special finishes, uh, ways to stand out in printing, his journey into print, and how he's gained so much experience. And since recording this episode, I've worked with Chris, and he's actually helped me print uh, some of these portfolio pieces uh, for myself, the sticker books that I've had, and you've probably seen them on social media if you follow the Blue Deer Design account. Um, but yeah, these are really top quality, and I really enjoyed uh, creating these, and, and it was a great process working with, with Chris as well. So uh, check him out. I um, hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you learned something about print. And feel free to follow on this conversation about print finishes and techniques and how to stand out on Instagram with Chris and Marston Brothers. So let's get into the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. How are we doing? Yeah, very well, very well. Uh, could you give us a bit of context? Who are you um, and what do you do? Oh, that's a good start. <laughs> Strong start again. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, my dad's got it. Get it. So, get, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> I said I'm plugging. Um, <laughs> do you want to start that again? <laughs> yeah, well, give us, give us a bit of context on who you are, um, what you do, and yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm Chris Martin and I'm the uh, founder of Marson Brothers, uh, we're a print service provider based in Scarborough, uh, north east of England for those that are familiar. And I always have to say like, does anybody know where York is? And most people do when I say an hour further north <laughs> than, than, than York, yeah, stuck out on the east coast there. So, um, we uh, yeah we, we we do a lot of stuff locally but we do stuff for for people all over UK really um, position myself as a bit of a print expert with an unsales approach I like to like go in and get to know people and uh, get to know the business and I, I, I like to use the line um, become an extension of their team right like, slash mates like <laughs> so that's good yeah so so how long have you been going how long have you been doing it yeah, well, I've been in print since I was 16, um, uh, an actual printer by trade. Nice. Um, so I was a printer for eight years, and then I went to work for a, a top print management company for five years, which is all great. And then, uh, then my son was born, which, which just made me need to be back back in my own town, um, hence why. So I came back, went back to the original printers I worked at, and then, and then set up this. So, so this business is uh, 18 months old. And uh, I've been full time in it now for six weeks. So, like, <laughs> full dynamic shift going on at full time six weeks. Absolute roller coaster, but loving it, enjoying every minute. That's fantastic. Yeah. How, how did you get into printing in the first place? I, I don't know. Like, I think, like, I remember being a kid, like, around about like 98, 99, I'd have been 10, 11. And I remember, like, pe- people were just starting to get PCs in the home. So, I remember, like, I'd always like mess around in um, that desktop publishing stuff, and I was obsessed with printing stuff out even then. And, like if people were coming round mum's um, mum's friends for dinner, I'd end up I'd make them like little name cards and stuff like that. And like, one thing I did, I remember like just getting a lot of information off the internet about David Beckham. And, like, I remember like printing off and like stapling up a biography on David Beckham, like age 10 11 so I, I guess like the signs were there then but like w- like why i don't know i guess it was just a yeah a not like a novelty factor like actually printing somewhere out in your in your own home and like using desk like 
my handwriting is just so scruffy. Like that was that that was like apparent as a kid. So like using desktop publisher and playing all different fonts and bringing images in was just absolutely sort of mind blowing at the time. So I guess it stemmed from there. That's cool. Yeah, I mean that, that that's really cool actually because I I started off um, in design doing like a cricket magazine. Uh, um, okay. I, I did it in PowerPoint. <laughs> which is, <laughs> well, <laughs> but then I got. The thing is, I got I got professional printers to print it, so they were like they probably got it and and as a PDF had no bleed, so they had to shrink everything, so the white mark around the edges, and um, <laughs> yeah, uh, they probably had a nightmare with that. And looking back on it, I've got I've got one somewhere, but just the whole design of it is <laughs> <it's> cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, but what 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 are the, that is how you start, I guess. Like what, exactly, what an yeah. amazing thing to to do. So yeah, similar backgrounds there, like a sport and. Yeah. using incorrect software <laughs> to, yeah. uh, how, how did you come about getting that professional print of them was it was it a, was it a real cricket magazine yeah so i i'll come on here somewhere uh-huh. yeah don't don't laugh too hard at it but um, I sorry, I promise. Uh, that's what it was looked like um i cut all of the the players out in paint oh uh, wow and, wow. Um, wow and then save them as pictures pre PNGs or something, and put it into yeah. <laughs> into a PowerPoint doc, and then the inside, <laughs> the inside looks like that. Oh yeah, spin them out. <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, just just yeah, terrible but... text layout and stuff. But so like you say, that, that, how, how old were you then? then? Was that was that like a school thing? Last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was back in school, so yeah, early thirteen probably about that. Um, yeah, so yeah, first experiments of of design and stuff. Um, but yeah, but I we, guess that. But I guess like cutting out something in pain, like, <laughs> like I, I've just I've only like I'm not a designer as such, but I cut something out in Photoshop the other day, and it was like it's come on so much since last time I used it. It was like wow, like just unbelievable. Like con- compared to cutting something out in pain, like the time difference, unbelievable. So at least you get an understanding of what it was like. Absolutely, yeah. It, it, it's like it's like it's like printing, like as an apprentice, age sixteen, like we're trained on old presses where like we're manually getting spanners out to adjust adjust the register and stuff. Like where on, in reality in the workplace it, a lot of it's digital and you you you're button pushing to make things happen. So like it's it's good to have an understanding of sort of behind the behind the tech and behind the all the modern tools you've got. Mm. How so when you first got into into printing, you were you were doing all the manual stuff were you? Well, uh, I was straight into a commercial printer uh, doing like large format web offset stuff. So like we we're doing like, for example, the Avon magazine, that catalog, should I say, mm. where I don't know if anyone out there is familiar with Avon, uh, I think it's big in the US as well. Uh, certain pages have got, you, you rub the page and you can smell the fragrance of the perfume. Yes. So we were doing all that. So there's like a bit of a science behind that. But these machines are like, like, five six million quid 20 years ago to install like three floors high like massive um full of like full of technology so like that was what i was doing as a started off as a 16 year old working on them but then we was at a print college in leeds uh, leeds college of technology there's old school like little single color gto presses where it's like you're, where you're manually feeding paper in the back and and we're doing four like double-sided four color work on a single color machine so it's like wash all the ink up put a new color in and run the job through again and so that was like a lot of my mentors worked on them commercially 
like way before I came on the scene. But it was, but it was good and invaluable for me to learn to have some time on them as well as you know if if I'd gone just straight in and learnt on these like big like big modern pieces of all the late, latest kit, like you wouldn't know a lot of the theory. Yeah, behind Absolutely. it. So like, kind of a good, you get like a best of both worlds. That must have been really hard, like ch- changing the, like washing everything out and changing it, and four times just one document. So, <laughs> well, it was actually eight times because you do you do the upper uh, black sand magenta yellow, ah, and then then you do the lower black sand magenta yellow. So it's like, but that but that's what like in some commercial print um, spots that's what it would have been like, like. Yeah. Com- but like, yeah, and, and and I remember my tutor being so, like he'd literally get a little, he'd get a little pin and like poke through to make sure that we had, we had the register absolutely perfect. It was but it was it was frustrating. But like we were taught, we were taught to do it the right way, and we were taught to be um, like quality conscious. So it, it was, yeah, frustrating at the time. We were ready for a beer after a day doing that. But <laughs> but but, then, but again, like the, the beauty of it, like I was one printer from Scarborough. At Leeds, there was printers from all over the country there. Like, so, like some guys would, uh, like I was like um, lithographic printer, but there were some guys from like flexography who would do like cigarette packaging and mm. stuff like that. And there was other guys from Gravio who do longer run work, like the big long run magazine. So, so it was quite good to get people from all over the country, all different printers, all at a young age, like there, just sharing ideas and what each of our companies did. And that's right. Really- yeah. It was good times. Coupled, coupled with the uh, bonus that there was a walkabout directly over the road from it doing uh, fosters for a pound, uh, for a pint at the time. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah it, was, it was good, good times. Uh, so have you, have you carried on that quality control in your own work now? Is it like something you're really looking for? And, um... Yeah, like um, my... my, my when I worked for the large print management company, I had the job title of quality and innovation manager. So like part of my role, like we had sort of like 50 print suppliers, like roughly like 50 tier one, like print suppliers we'd use regularly. But my job would be to go around and like make sure that the following procedures from a quality perspective. Um, like print, prints are funny. Like, like, like not every single copy is going to be absolutely perfect, but I think it's, if you can, if you can record that the majority of the run length is good and, and take sample sheets and, and, and yeah, like flag where there's a problem and, and isolate it, I think it's like absolutely important. But I think, the, I think it's also giving your clients a, a realistic um, expectation of the end result as well. Right. Like if you're doing, if you're doing, if you're doing like 200,000 of a catalogue, like it's likely to be going through a presser speed of like 50,000 copies an hour wow. so like the whole the, the absolute pace of it like it's, it's just an absolute beast so if you've got sort of like small white type like like five point at the bottom of the page the, the likelihood is it's not going to be it's yeah. not going to look as sharp as it as it would if you'd done it as an eight point or what is the smallest size Cause I, I always recommended to use no less than sort of eight or, or seven yeah, eight, eight. I'd, I'd say eight, and try, like, try and make it a bold eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, but then if 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 you're doing smaller run work where where it's done on a a sheet fed press, it's much slower. Then it's easy, it's easy to like home in on them hmm. small white outsides. But it's just, I guess, it's about like chatting to your printer 
chatting to others, printing it like before you start designing and yeah. just get an understanding of like what, what's realistic and what's not to get the best like, outcome at the end. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what, what's the most popular thing to print? What what what's my most popular thing to print? Yeah, so, the, yeah. So clients, like, what what do you what do you print the most? It's been a funny one for me because I expected to be doing a lot of like with my background being sort of like commercial brochure work. I thought I'd naturally like set up this business and do a lot of that, but because I've positioned myself like I, I, I market myself like quite locally at the minute. Um, we're actually going into like a lot of local businesses and like rebranding them. Oh, nice. So we're going in like rebranding and we're doing like internal signage, external signage. Um, then we're doing like the full like stationary stuff. So business cards, menus, um, even down to workwear. So like that's become a bit of a thing, which like, I didn't expect it to be, but it's, it's nice that they like, start driving around town and probably had an impact on like 20 to 30 businesses, like with the brand. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's quite like, like for example, we've just done our, the, uh, like if you have a night out in Scar, I wouldn't recommend having an night out in Scar. But <laughs> like if you did, <laughs> there's a taxi rank, what you always end up at at the end of the night, like quite sort of everybody in Scar knows it. We like, we've just done that new sign. is like, like we're doing, like it's quite an iconic sort of place. Yeah. So like every time at the end of, I've had a few beers, like, so we've done that it's <laughs> just go to random them. people and say yeah we did that <laughs> yeah yeah and that yeah yeah you don't want to bore people to death but it's so no, it's your pride isn't it pride in your own work and that's one of the reasons why i got into design seeing your work out and about it's fantastic that, yeah i guess as a designer you must you must get a buzz of seeing your yeah like as a tangible like piece yeah. of print because it all for me it always looks better. Like if if you design a print, it always looks better off off screen. Like once it comes, like then yeah. it's like wow, your creations come to life. And I think in a world of email, Facebook, like everything, like you just I've got to delete that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just have to sign for. Speaking of tangible print items arriving, is someone? Yeah, cheers. Yeah. You should follow the podcast. That's the first ever delivery we've had on the podcast. That's fantastic. <laughs> the thing, thing is, like a kind of like DPD give you an hour slot, don't they? I'm like, that, that's definitely going to hit while we're doing this. Never mind. <laughs> well, we have done that. It's only my fault because I, I said let's do it earlier. So anyway, um, yeah. yeah this is about? raw. This is real. This is what this is what it's all about. <laughs> um, on the side Ooh. note, I've got some um, sort of I've got a book, like a little portfolio thing that I'm going to get printed and send out to football clubs. Um, yeah, you know the, the programs that I've been doing on Instagram. Yeah. So I'm, I've, I've sandwiched them all into one. I'm getting some feedback on it from another company at the moment, but I'm going to get them printed and I'm, I'm going to give yeah. it, if you want to do it, that'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, that'd be good to get involved in. And, so, uh, it's, so it's to, so it's to, you're showcasing your designs to the football club. Yeah. Yeah. So I really want it to look like a football program. Um, I'm yeah. not sure. Do you guys do any like special finishes or, or any, do you do anything special? Um, in yeah. Terms of binding like, that? 
yeah, you, like, um, I, I've kind of got a bit of a thing going on with like uh, velvet lamination at the minute, which is going to be it's going to be sort of impossible to show that over a podcast and, <laughs> and YouTube. But like, some some people out there might be familiar with it. But it, it's it, it 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 it's almost like feeling the best way to describe it is like when you pick up a peach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was say, I've got I've got some velvet ones down here. Ah, well, fuzzy peach, it's beautiful. Yeah, I kind of like, I, I try and put that on all my own stuff. My, uh, again, it's just adding to that tangible sort of thing. And like, I'm a big fan of like, like rounding corners off as well on, on everything, like especially business cards where they're going to be in, like, in people's wallets for a long time. You don't want yours to be the heavily dog-eared one. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, like football, pro, like you could use you could use gold foiling in there. Or, well, you, if that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. If I've got, um, so you guys do everything then you literally do, like you go all out. Yeah. Well, I, like I could, because I like spent a lot of time dealing with lots of different sort of like printers out there. You can, you like part of my, part of my role was to like go and see who's doing the new things, the innovative things. So mm. I kind of got good relationships and, like, can, I'm I'm in a position to sort of bring like anything into in, 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 into like what my customers want really like 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 bring innovation to them. But yeah, like on that, that we've got we've, we've used gold there on our. Nice. Uh, they were the first business cards I ever did for this. Um, nice. But like gold's like off brand, but like it was just I, I tried to each time I do a business card. I change the spec of it so I'm showcasing more like so each time I'll go into like a meeting or meet somebody else I'll, I'll give them the new one so they mm-hmm. get they end up with like loads of my business cards but they're all different like a little portfolio yeah I like that yeah like we even like like and I'm, I'm always like a big fan of like but obviously a lot of like football programs sort of standard size are like A5 yeah but I'm a big fan of like switching stuff like I think like from a very young age, your eyes get used to seeing A4 and A5 products. Like when you're at school, like all your books are A4 and A5 and, you, and your, your, tech, your workbooks, textbooks. I think like you just get used to it. I think like to stand out a little bit, like change it, like go square or go like, like we've done an A5 like thank you card here for customers, but it's like folded on the, folded on the short edge instead of the long edge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just to be a bit, just like it's not gonna, it doesn't add any cost on, but it just changes it. Like, just trying to get slightly away from what everyone else is doing. That's interesting. Um, I, I might do that then. I might do the, <laughs> this is gonna make great listening, but I might, it's like me and my brain through. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Like, folding it on the short edge, I like that. Yeah, we'll talk about it more. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds really exciting. There's lots of things you could do. I, I mean, the velvet lamination is definitely something I've, I've looked at. Um, what, what do you think, because in, well, in the design world, like we've got like Fiverr and like cheaper places to go to get um, design stuff, but what do you think about cheaper places like printing? Like, yeah. Is there any like aggression against them? Like, do, do you not like them or, or, or like, what's your deal with them? Well, let's not name, we, I think we, we all know like the types of places we're talking about, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. without naming them. I saw the CEO of one of them talk at a trade show and he was talking about, oh, we've turned over, we've turned over this amount of millions, and we've done this many jobs, uh, like really, like loads of like 
absolutely like phenomenal figures and numbers right? and there's a business that's obviously massive so there's clearly a market for it but at the end of all his speech he said oh and we do all this with zero human interaction yeah, wow. and that was the bit what it, it was one of the sort of catalysts for me doing what i now do is i think like there's an absolute need for having human interaction and people are willing to like pay for it so i think like you you're always mindful that you're up against these printers, but I think like generally if you can get in front of somebody and be honest and genuine and like, I've got a big thing of like not going in anywhere and hiding behind a suit or like a fake accent or <laughs> like you just go and be who you are and put it in front of them and then the, the buy into that, the trust you. And like, yeah, you, you kind of benchmark your own prices to make sure you're not like ripping anybody off. And then, yeah, there's an absolute market for it. Like, mm. so, but then, yeah, if I, I've had, I don't know, I think in the 18 months we've been live, we've done like about 220 projects. Right. I mean, and that's across like 50 to 60 different companies. And I think only one company's come to us and said, oh, I can get a cheaper price online. And right. they've gone with that. And I think actually they even came back to me and said, oh, we, you're doing it next time. Yeah. So, so I've had so many problems with, with business cards and from these cheaper printers because they don't yeah. seem to care about the quality. Like, that's what I'm, that's why I want to get these programs done properly by like, like you, like I wouldn't yeah. say a proper printer. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you call me a proper printer. I like <laughs> so yeah. Cause I've had, I've had lots of problems with like, all these websites that we're talking about in the past just, just sending them back and not being perfect and you know the, the things move like the plates moving and then they're not being lined up properly and then yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway like surely if you spot that you're gonna you're gonna say oh we, we have to do this again but, yeah well, a lot of a lot of them a lot of them do have a sort of no quibble like reprint policy but that is the hassle of doing that isn't it like, um, yeah and, and yeah what a waste of time and and resource but yeah I, people i don't know they market themselves very well don't they on on various different platforms and they're in they're in people's face everybody knows them i think like for a lot of people it's a go-to the go-to it's always the ones that are at the top of google like the ones that have got <laughs> stuff, yeah yeah i've got i've got a thing like not just in print but like google in general like the, the people have got them three top websites which are ads at the top you just i just avoid them anyway yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's like the pay like yeah for me it's like the pay for me to avoid them <laughs> so um, you, you try and look for the reviews don't you like try and find yeah. the five-star reviews like genuine so absolutely uh so how does the process work with you guys so how, how does one like how, how do i order something and then it gets shipped out to me what steps does it go through so we like we we take a break. Like my advice, like the, the earlier, if you've got an idea of a project, even if it's an idea which isn't gonna materialize, like pick up the phone or, or like come on Skype or or anything, get in touch basically and and speak to me early. And then the earlier that we can start speaking, the better the end result will be because we can, yeah, you, you, we can anything's possible in print, but then you've got to be mindful of money and budget. And, but I always ask like, so if you're thinking of doing a project, so, so you're going to put, for example, football programs into football clubs to showcase your work. You, I, I'd be asking you questions like, like, like what, what are you trying to, what's your end goal out of that? Like who specifically within the football club are you targeting it at? 
um, like how long do you expect them to keep hold of it for? Yeah. And then and then, and then we like build up a spec and, and ideas around that. Because like we're talking, we spoke earlier about like nice laminations and gold foil. If it's if it's a flyer for a band or a plane. Like a gig like next week, you need to get as many out around your town as possible. Then it's not really like as much as it's good for me. It's not it's not viable to to be doing that. But if if you if you want your like, football programs to be on the marketing team's desk, uh, uh, you don't want them to throw it away. You want it to be good enough for them to keep and keep hold of it and refer back to. So I've got um, this really nice like thing that was sorry to cut you off but it's really nice uh, magazine here it's 99 percent lifestyle um yeah actually he, he was on the podcast actually yeah and um, connor reese uh but yeah it's like you got you got a really nice golf falling at the top and then yeah you got the sort of a mat so it feels a bit like leather like finish like really thick nice nice finish on the on the printing and stuff yeah. i don't know and, and stuff like that i'm not gonna throw it away like, it's a magazine and magazines get thrown away but this is something that's taken you know, care and design for and that's yeah. like, a lot to say about that yeah absolutely and like, plus as well like i'm a big i'm a big thing um got a big passion about like personalization at the minute so yeah. like if you knew the name if I, I, don't, I don't like if you were targeting say like 20 football clubs and you knew the names of like i'd use personalization in there like like chris marson's football like program book or whatever you're gonna whatever you're gonna call it and then that really strikes a chord like in a world again in a world of where everything's online to get something in your hand like specific to you you know like so much thought's gone into it yeah where, 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 where it's got your name on um but like like space to have a handwritten note as well like like to supplement it it's like like for example like we we've got these thank you cards now and like i i'll yeah, it's nice to showcase the print. Got a nice finish on it. Simple, branded up, bright, nice to send a thank you. But I, I write a message in there. Yeah. Like, like handwritten. Like my handwriting's rubbish, but it, it's. I'm genuinely thankful for whoever's giving me work. So. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're, I'd leave a leave a page in there for you to. Specifically, like write to whoever you're targeting them books at. That's a good idea. That's good. I've got. It's funny you say that. I've got a blank page in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do that. Uh, but it's per, it's personal. It's not just like, yeah. not just like, oh, like Mark's printed ten thousand of these out and he sent them to anybody to do a football club. Yeah, hoping to get work. Like it's, you're being more targeted, and you're being more thoughtful. And, and I think like the quality of response you'll get back from that will will will, will pay dividends. You know, I, I got uh, some post-it notes through from someone. It, actually, it wasn't a post. It wasn't a pack of post-it notes. It was one post-it note on a printed letter, and it was yeah. meant to be a handwritten post-it note. But you can tell they'd done it cheaply and just got it printed. Got the post-it notes printed. Yeah. And instead of writing thank you, I can't remember what it was. It was like it may have been just as simple as hello on a post-it note. Yeah. How long does it take to write hello on ten post-it notes you're going to send out to people? Yeah, it just adds that little. Like I nearly did it. Like, 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 even, even we do like these, like smaller flyers for smaller jobs we do. And but I've left a gap. Like I'm gonna, I'll write on it. Yeah. Like, write the customer's name on it. Like it's, it's. But then also because if 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 I did need to do ten million of them, then it's not viable. So that's why I guess like like speak early and like like spec out spec out a job, like as early as, early as you can and work work with. Work with your printer. Uh, printers like that. Printers like I think printers like to be dragged in. Like they, 
like quite common for somebody to like ring up and like, oh, we need this job doing and we need it in two days' time. It's like, ah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's the way of the world and like people are set up for that. But I, I think the point I'm trying to make is the earlier like you start having conversations, the better the end product, like not just the end product, but the what you try to achieve, like you'll, you'll, you'll tick more boxes by. Right. Like speaking early and, and, and planning in advance. Yeah. With a good trusted printer, of course. <laughs> but that that type of service you're not gonna get from online and that, I guess that's where like people such themselves like position themselves differently. Yeah, and we'll talk about that their relationship with printers and designers in a minute. Um yeah. but but why is print still important for just like a, an overall I mean, I think we both agree that it is, but why, if yeah. you, why is it important? I just, I, I, I think, I think it, it's like, we've got, we've got this world where, I know people do, I think like people buy off Amazon because they like the feeling of the delivery coming and opening the box and getting somewhat like tangible in their hands. And I think like, I think, I think I think there's a lot of like wasted print out there where no thoughts are into it. And it's just like, like you you're printing millions of them and they all look the same. But I think if you if you can get like a just be a bit different, a bit more thoughtful, change things up a bit, like getting that into somebody's doorstep or into somebody's hand, I think it's just it's refreshing as long as long as you can strike the right chords with said person. Yeah. So I I still get it now. Like like I think. Um, a car insurance company sent a, a renewal quote through and there was a picture of a Ferrari on the front but with but with Mars and my second name on the number plate and it was like yeah clever like and it, it, had me, it had me dreaming for a few split seconds but I remember that that was years ago so it's just it's just just been clever and smart and if you can do that then then you, you make people happy even if even if you don't even if they don't end up buying from you I think that just to leave that impression on somebody is is what it's all about and that's what like a big like that, that's part of the buzz for me like like yeah like it, like, it, like we've, we've just done some food packaging and i won't i won't i won't uh, plug them but we've just tried to be smart like they said oh we need to write down the use by date and i said well why not like tell them who's made it and, and who's who, who you've created it for and it's just yeah, it's just like it. it like I think like Star, uh, Starbucks. I don't drink coffee, but like one of the coffee shops do the same thing where they spe- yeah, spell people's names sort of wrong on purpose. Like it's just stuff like that, and how, how you can how you can apply it, and it just yeah, it just it just wins. It's yeah, that's yeah. really good. I mean, there's, yeah, there's so many things we could do a whole podcast on how to be different in print as well. Like <laughs> yeah. How to, how to make a difference and make an impact maybe we will do that maybe we'll do another one but uh yeah, it's like like and it's you, you can without go, yeah without going on a full-on like print innovation thing like you can like, there's some quirky guys i know in manchester who are like you've seen like branded up sweets before like in packets and stuff yeah, yeah. like these guys like developed an inkjet printer to be able to like print, print there's a camera like print logo like directly onto a mint with food coloring. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's like, impressive. But yeah, and I should have changed my strap line to like where your mint partner. <laughs> but, 
But um, yeah, like there's so much good stuff out there, but like it's just not like it's not accessible to everybody. But I guess that again, that's where like you need to passionate people like such as ourselves all group together and like share all this and 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 get it out wider. And yeah. in a world of digital, like let's get some tangible. <laughs> so we. With building relationships with printers, um, that's something yeah. you, you obviously encourage. Uh, as a designer, you, you, you know, designers and printers should, should build good relationships. Um, what are some things that people can do to start a relationship like that? Um, I get, I, see, see who, who your good local printers are. Like, go, like, go, like Google your local printers and find uh, which ones have got the best reviews. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't always have to be local either as well, like in a world of this but but yeah just just reach out to them and, and drop an email and I think like if you show an interest in what somebody's doing then like, people are warm and receptive to that naturally and, and you'd you'd build up a relationship that that way and plus a lot of printers are always looking for designers as well like a lot of a lot of printers customers come to printers wanting design as well as a service so if you can get a good synergy with printers, then it can be a two-way um, sort of relationship yeah. where you can both sort both learn from each other. Like they'll get a better understanding of the design process, and and the designer will get a better understanding of the print process. And again, like the uh, end result becomes better. Yeah, absolutely. And and and, and, and yeah, the, and, and the clients are getting a better service and products as a result. Yeah. No, I get it, yeah. Um, I was going to say, because you're talking about local people, I mean, we've been talking now and I'll probably use you in the future. So it's like, you can't yeah. anyone, just as long as you're building up a relationship and like, you know, saying hello. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's, where, but again, I guess that's where like, I've, I've spoke a lot about the prints I but it, it does work hand in, I'm not anti-digital, because like, like, my Instagram and Facebook's been like a pivotal part of, well, a crucial part of the business. I think I found you like through like football related design yeah. stuff. Um, and like, yeah, yeah, here we are. Like, <laughs> um, that's through like social media, but I think they can work hand in hand like, and, 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 and it does work. It's, they're all sort of, but the both, both sides are important, I guess is what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you stand out as a designer? How would someone use print to stand out as a designer? Um, Is there anything that you got you've done recently for designers? Yeah, um, we've like like I, I use a really good local designer. Um, we've done quite a lot of projects here now, but like we work on the rebrand stuff. So so. Um, I don't I don't word it like. Um, like, so I, I I act as his sales agent really. Um, so so I, I go in as the, the print expert. He comes in with the branding uh, with the brand the branding design expertise. We've done some like we've got a really good, good case study where we just rebranded a cafe, um, which is a, a, a listed building down on uh, Scarborough Seafront, which like King Richard the Third like once visited. Wow, like, really old like um, thing, and, and we've. That project, without going into too much detail with it, like include includes like photogra uh, photographing old stonework and 
and reproducing it as that high resolution wallpaper to make the newer part of the building fit in with the old part of the building. Like doing like printed wooden beams to like branding them up a, a like a brand new neat logo, menus, internal signage, external signage. So just package together this like big like transform your business really. So like that 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 designer like now I get get yeah I guess what I'm trying to say is he's ticked so many boxes where these yeah bespoke wall like it's not just like his design on paper his design on screen it, it his designs ev- like on everything and then like and then of course I've gone to the website social media so it's like yeah. it. So, uh, so, but like, how, how as a as a designer? So, say if if you were branding me, if I, if I was branding, um, getting something printed like a portfolio, I don't know. Actually, I, this is a bad question because I mean, because we sort of took, took covered it a little bit. Like, what sort of stuff can you do to be different as a get as printed material? Yeah, I, 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 I guess for kickoff, like get your stuff as printed material, like like you touched on earlier, like thinking like producing a football program. I'm guilty of it myself, actually, where like I end up going back on the phone to show people stuff. But if you're going out to see somebody, like get them printed on boards or like right. thick bits of card and like show them that way, like put it in front of them again. Like there's a thing about like being in a meeting and like getting your phone back out. It, it's becoming a bit. It's a bit of a pet. Like people do their own heads in by like referring back to phone or getting the iPad back out. Like like get if you've got some like a good portfolio, work, get it. Don't get it get it put into a nice book and take it out with you. Or, or again, if you if you if you're pitching to a, a big client to win lots of work, then get it done specifically for them. Like, like, like this is this is Mark's portfolio, like for Marson Brothers, like especially created for Marson Brothers, and put put in the um like the the bit specific to what you think they'll like what will strike a chord with them. Yeah, that's I good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good advice. That's how I got my first ever uh, internship was at Designers Place. Um, I just I print I printed a lot of stuff out, got it printed, and um, gave a, gave a little package to uh, to the company to the design agency, and um, yeah, they took me on. They were like, "Oh, this is really impressive. We don't see this from no one's ever done this before uh, for us." Yeah. So yeah, the, as if you're a young designer listening and you want to get a design a job at a design agency, that's one way to do it. Create a little pack of your work and a little booklet. Um, something that includes I can't remember exactly what I had in it now I had a portfolio little book I had a like a CV little book and like, I think a cover letter as well just saying why do I want to work with them um, yeah just just being a little bit different or even like like packaging's a big like, pack, like package it up like a bit differently or yeah I, I'm not like not, not like do the old do the old Christmas trick of like putting it in a massive box and, <laughs> and then, like, like just get it because it'll, be, it'll become memorable. That'd be really funny actually. Yeah. If you had a massive box and then just smaller, smaller, smaller boxes and then eventually you got to an A5 size box, size box with like a little yeah. pack of their work in it. But then you could put messages, but you, then you could put like messages like in between each. There, like, like, yeah, like pass the parcel, but, <laughs> quite interesting, yeah. Yeah, like get people excited about like pass the pass again. Like tell them to pass it around the office. Like, put an yeah. instruction with it. Like you could Yeah, it's horses for course you like think about who you're going to and then and then try and just think like what a strike a chord with them. Got it. Yeah. So being personal. I like that. Yeah. Like yeah, like CVs and stuff as well. Like I remember like the the, the, the job I got um when I went to be quality and innovation manager, it's like real quirky 
company, all the branding's like bright yellow and vivid pink. And like, uh, I thought that I can't just hand in a black and white CV here. Like, so I did it. it, it funnily enough, it was, it was similar to like my, the branding I've got now. So there must have been something in there with me. But like, we did it, like, flooded it with colour and silver and like just shut. And I put a picture of myself on there and like showcased it. And it just nice. Like already stand out, but I guess like designers like will have beautifully designed CVs naturally. Hopefully, then, that ties in with the print, doesn't it? Like that, that really helps. Um, it's yeah. the print make it make the print look better as well. But then, don't, then, but yeah, that don't necessarily just send it as a PDF. Like print it out or like do like a real like funky paper or like. That's cool. Actually, if, if like doing it as a newspaper, I've got um, I did that once for my end of year thing at Shillington. Um, I got my portfolio printed as as a newspaper, and that was quite ah, cool. Yeah, cool way of standing out. Yeah, there's good, there's good, like there's good. So you you can there's good digital printers who can do short run newspapers now. Like, like you get that newspaper like look, feel, and smell. Smells important as well. Like because that's yeah. another thing. Print print touches like apart from taste. I wouldn't recommend anybody to start licking it, but it, <laughs> it strikes like it strikes a lot more the senses than screens and any other because you've got. You've got like touch and smell in there as well. So, like, but like news, newsprint where it's like it's considered a poor quality paper because it's thin, but it's got that. I mean, I've still got that smell. But yeah, a lot of like low, uh, a lot of dig, you can print digital on it now and get striking like vivid colours on it, but still with all that like old school newspaper. So, thing. do you know a guy called Radim Malinik? No. Okay, so he's got a book called uh, The Book of Ideas, and. This is when I really started. Sorry for just trying to get a book out of the bookshelf. Um, yeah, so he got he got he's got two books, and they're both called the Book of Ideas, and you can see the yeah. foiling on there. But the smell yeah, of them, it, it's just something that just I haven't seen in a book for a long time. <laughs> I like just smell it; it's like really waxy, and I know all the colours and all the pages inside are beautiful. Um, I was almost trying to smell the screen now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I'm so much of a printer. I can like, smell. Uh, I can smell it, and then I, I know like, what process has been used to print it. <laughs> but but yeah, so you've you've touched on that. But you're probably you're probably like only sub subliminally aware about that until I highlighted. Like mm. it, it, it's about smell as well. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, it, it's just yeah. There's just a it's really nice it's not a nice smell but it's like a really nice feeling when you, when you can you've got loads of different touch so it's velvet on the front you've got the foiling and you got the smell so that's three things that make the book memorable and just yeah. inside just for the colour and um, that's sort of what I want the the, the um, my football programmes to be like because it's going to be a lot of colour because of the, the backgrounds and all the different pictures um, yeah. but then I want the I want the velvet and the and the foiling as well it's so nice yeah, well, we'll uh, we can we can certainly have a look at that. I'll get it. I'll get it working for you. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Um, is there anything that can make a printer's uh, life easier from a designer's point of view, like when setting up a document? Yeah, I guess. Um, like we get files sometimes where sort of like the usual stuff. Maybe I should create a, a, a checklist. What what can be shared? But like basic stuff, and and sometimes like designers just forget to write a busy on tight deadlines and stuff. But stuff like like making sure the, the right bleed settings are on there, like it, it, it's outputted to the correct set of eyes on what what's their preferred way of like taking a file. Like some printers like you to supply it with like the, the printer's tip maps on, and some don't. 
um, like making sure your fonts are outlined. Like that, that's a, that's a big, a big one. Yeah, like the yeah, and the, the way in which you're supplying it, like like do, do, does a printer like want it in single page PDFs or does it want to be supplied as spreads? Um, I just find like each printer's got their own sort of way of doing it. So speak to again, speak to them early enough, and yeah, because it'd be not worse than you like spending loads of time like, outputting a a file and sending it and sometimes the files can get big as well like big like big upload times and stuff and then the pitch say no no we can't accept that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but i'd also like recommend like if like sending a sample page as well like early if you're early in your project or send a draft like say to print like, look i'm on this project uh here's a like, do not print it but here's the draft what do you think and get them to check it at the early stages that's yeah, good. Just, and like, just, you can get recommendations on what sort of stock to print it on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're sending a draft, they can recommend that. Like, for example, you wouldn't want like, like real like heavy black images on one side of a page, like with like small type and images on the other side of the page, where where they're going to like contrast against against each other. But then again, if you need to do that, then like these papers which the printer can advise on to minimize and reduce the risk of that. Okay. So again, Amazing. it's having like it's all about like having that relationship and conversations early enough and like making it try like make make the project uh, like expand it a bit. Right. And like like overlap it with your printer if you know what I mean. And yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Best so, like n- n- nobody like the worst case for the for anybody is to like you do not want to be having to reprint like it's not got the it'll, it'll annoy the customer and if, if a reprint's happening it means like you're then having to edit files for some reason why unless it's a obviously a printer's quality issue but yeah it's just about it's just about yeah minimizing minimizing the the, the damage and, and yeah it's yeah. good talking to the printers yeah the more the more the more you the more you talk, the more the, the better the better the result. Absolutely, nice one. Um, so, what's your best advice for people that want to get into print? Um, learn from everybody. I think I think during my apprenticeship, I learned off about sixty-five different print people. Wow. Because of like the way the shifts worked and like different machines and different different sites, I think I, yeah, I think I, when I counted it, probably probably more now. But then you learn like the good habits, the bad habits, and put your own you put your own like slant on things as well. But then I guess before I was an actual printer, like I touched on it earlier, I was like doing David Beckham um, biographies on on desktop publishing software. But like before, like. Uh, after that book, before starting out as a printer, I did I did work at Experience at a company which does all the uh, ads for the yellow pages. So I spent two weeks working on an advert for like age I must have like fourteen or fifteen, working on like a small little tiny square advert for a company called Jay's Nails, and it got published in the less I think it was like the Leicester Yellow Pages. But I spent time there like learning a bit about how Photoshop worked and how how to how to like compile like how the graphics were compiled and, and ha- I had a base understanding of what's done up front before right. going into print. So I, and, and I guess like learn all departments as well. Like 
don't just go in as a print like go and learn the design go and learn the pre-press and go and learn what happens after that like try and get like as broad a way and you might you never know you might actually like enjoy one of the other areas more but like i think i think i think if you have a bit of knowledge of it all then you become a better all-round person which wherever you end up yeah i guess like yeah that's yeah that's and that'd be my advice for like young young printers starting out and young designers yeah don't be a sponge isn't it yeah be a sponge and and i ask questions as well like even if they're daft like i remember I could, when I was the when I, when I got the apprenticeship, a hundred people went for that job. And I think they were like in, interviewing us in like blocks of ten and like showing us around the factory. Of course, we're all like nervous, like raw, like fifteen, sixteen-year-olds, like in 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 like Burton suits, what don't necessarily fit us and stuff. Like it's not, like it, it's hard at, at that age. I I understand that, but like the. I, I, after each thing they showed us, they said, "Has anybody got any questions?" And everybody just stood around, like, mm. <laughs> "I'm like, I'm, I'm like, thinking, I need to make up a question here." You know, like because it, I, I was embarrassed for us as a group. Like I said, just I was just thinking stuff like, "Do the lads always work on the same press, or like, like do they, does does each press always do the same job?" And, but then I guess I'm that like, you're learning already, like, and the questions were in, in retrospect weren't actually daft. But ask like that's that's a big thing. Like ask questions. Yeah, it's something to stay stay in their memories. Oh, that that kid asked asked questions. He's obviously interested in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think the, like I can give that as advice now. But at the time, like the the, the penny dropped because I was I felt embarrassed that that the whole group was just like a bunch of sheep. So that that's, that that like forced me. It it, it, it sort of you sprung me into action. <laughs> yeah. If you get me. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was your best purchase under a hundred pounds? Um, tricky one. Tricky one. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard question. It's a hard question. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I want to say um, for eighty euros, I got. Um, I watched. I, I went to. I went all the way to Rome to watch Man United play Barcelona in the final of European Cup, and I was amazed that the ticket was. I had a microchip in it to uh, include all our travel for the three days we were there. Um, it was an amazing trip. We lost. <laughs> But I think I don't know the buzz of like being much younger than I am now and being at a Champions League final, seeing your team. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. That's a good purchase. <laughs> yeah. Forgetting it for eighty, uh, eighty euros, eighty-five euros. I think it might have been. That's a. Big that was point. a. That was a big one. It'd have been even better if we'd have won. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But but yeah, result aside, I, I guess I'd say that. I got tickets to the uh, the Nations League final. Um, so I'm hoping England get there. Ah, wow! Like where, where, where are we at with that? That's in Porto. Ah, oh, oh, nice. Come out in uh, in July, no, June, June, yeah. So, so I'm hoping, but um, yeah, it's not. It's it's like winning the tournament of friendlies though. So it's not exactly much to play for, but you know, might see yeah. might see England versus Portugal in Portugal. So that'd be cool. At least to try to do something with these friendlies. 
Yeah, like, yeah. To make him, I think it has got people a bit more engaged. So would that be your best purchase under £100 should it happen? Oh, if England win it, maybe, yeah. <laughs> so far, I think it is probably football-related. Um, I can't remember, what, I've asked, answered this before, but I can't remember what I said. But yeah, the football, I mean, I'm a Swansea fan. I know I've got a Liverpool shirt there, but um, yes. I'm, I'm actually a Swansea fan. And uh, my dad my dad grew up there and stuff. But uh, yeah, I, we went to the final of the Capital One Cup. I think the tickets were 90 quid. Um, so uh, probably that. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, it's just about... Yeah, and, and, and yeah, it, it, it's, it, it, you, it's not the actual ticket. It's the, ex, it's, it's the experience of it. Yeah. I think if you can get a really good experience like that for under £100, it's an absolute bargain. I mean, you, you've, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, when people are paying like, I think people are paying like three grand and that from outside the ground. And yeah. I remember it being man, but if, if, I've had, I've always had my season ticket since I was, like that was one thing, motivation for me. Like I said to them, like, I'm leaving school and getting my season ticket. <laughs> at United and I did and but then I had to but then I was doing all the away games and we were going into Europe quite a lot at that time like saw all like Ronaldo's best years at United um, and but then like finals were happening and it was like yeah the ticket was relatively cheap but the trip itself wasn't necessarily and I, I originally wasn't going I said no because of money and then like it was like a few days before and like the ticket was mine like I had the ticket was mine I was entitled to it. my dad was like you should have just said I'd have lent you the rest of the money. I'm like, what? <laughs> so yeah. I like, like, struck into action. I like, got the time off work. It was like, but all that vivid memories, like, it was all the buzz of like getting, like going to the boss, I like, can I have time off work. And I think he was, the boss was like playing me a little bit to, to, to add to the uh, drama of it all. But yeah, shame we do. If I'd been to two Champions League finals and we lost them both. <laughs> you would. You go to one in Moscow, do you? I didn't know we won in Moscow. I didn't go to that, but I went to I went to Wembley and um, and Rome, and we lost to Barcelona both times. <laughs> oh, obviously, because you won the one in Moscow, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to think of my memories. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. a jinx for uh, Champions League finals. <laughs> good job you didn't go. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, people get fed up with me talking about football on this podcast. Design podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. What what are some good values to live by? Um, do, like, what is there anything that you try and live by? I I, I just I, I I think like find out. This sounds like I'm not going to say like go traveling and find who you are, but like be comfortable in who you are. Like, learn to love yourself, not in a vain way, but like just be just try and be as comfortable as you can in your own skin and like. Uh, like take like take criticism on board and like learn from it and like like yeah don't forget who you are and just be yourself like it's it, it's like I I went off into a job like I was a raw like I was a raw printer I went off to a job down south which involved like if it, I, I went to this job and there was a laptop and a phone I'm like what do you want me to do with that like, I'd ne- I never even I'd been in a printer for eight eight years I never had to really write an email before. Mm. And I'm like, what? And then next time I'm in London meeting clients, and I'm like, I just, I don't know, like, I just made a decision to just be who I am. Like, so I, I just dress out like how I thought was appropriate, like, not not hiding behind anything, like, like just be true to your roots and your values. And like, it, it, it works with people. I, I ended up doing good things. Like, I, I, 
yeah, it, it just worked for me. Like, don't don't put don't put on a a mask or hide behind a facade or 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 do something because you think you should. And like, you touch on parents a lot as well. Like, like, like my uh, my father, like brilliant, like role model, like work ethic is absolutely unbelievable. But um, he's been at the same company for like forty five years. I think like when I decided to like to like leave my job as a printer and go and learn like another part of the trade, it was like, what what are you leaving a good trade for? And, yeah. and like you know, it's good money. What are you doing? But I just had a thirst for like wanting to grow. So I, I, I had to like I, I had to actually ignore that bit of advice and do it for myself. Like, and if and if it failed, I could have gone back. <laughs> like like don't worry. Like take take them risks at your age. Like I set up this business off off the back of uh, having a young boy, like a young, a young, a young child. But I think I could, I could have been a bit, I could have been even more like riskier and made, made bolder decisions doing it without um, like ties on myself. But I'm doing it all for, all for him. I want to show, I think, I think a lot of my drivers like to show my boy, like there's a, there's a, there's a, there's another way. It's like schools and stuff. It's like, I, I remember school, it was like, try to lead you down like a path of like 90% go to uni and there's like a 10% there's apprenticeships there if you want them and it was like there's nothing in that middle about like like learn how to manage money properly or learn how to run a business or or yeah like or even extracting out what you're actually good at and what and what yeah it's all I, I think I want not just my own son but I think I want kids growing up to like break that mold break like don't don't do what society and the powers that they want them to do don't be sheep like it's great yeah. good advice that's that's, that's that's what i'd say as well um yeah because i'm i'm saying i didn't go to university and i'm like you know there's other ways to do it especially in graphic design these days you know it's not yeah. just it's not just university you know, there's so many i mean you can there's great it's another it's a great way to do it university is a good way to do it you yeah. don't have to um, yeah exactly yeah but anyway it's like yeah um how do you want to be remembered? Is the last question. Like I, I, again, like I, I, it comes back down to my son. I think I, I want him to. He's two and a bit now, and I can see in his eyes that like he he idolizes me, and we have a lot. Because like part of me doing it, like, I uh, I have him like one day a week during the week, just me and him, like one on one. Like benefit of being my own boss. But uh, yeah, I think like. I think if he idolises me like how I idolised my own father, but take it on from that, well, I want him to 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 know it's all right to to like I don't I don't, I don't necessarily want him to go down my path. I, I want him to just know the options are there, and I want to like and and I want him to be true to himself yeah. and, and 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 be comfortable. And and I, I work like I was a very shy teenager, like a bit of a. I always say like like me and my mates like worthy in between it's, and I, like a lot of pennies dropped to me like quite late I'm 13 out like, which it is still young <laughs> it is, but, yeah. but a lot of pennies it took a long time for a lot of pennies to drop I think like if I can make them pennies drop earlier for my boy then I think you'll, you'll be on to a winner I like it thank you very much for being on the podcast yeah, no, awesome. thank you very much for having me uh, where can people find you and say hello to you on social media yeah, uh, Marson Brothers for, uh, well, I'm Chris Marson, so like link, LinkedIn for, for me personally, and then 
uh, the business pages, like yeah, Mars and Brothers on Instagram and Facebook. But yeah, like drop in and uh, say hello. And um, yeah. Nice one. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Cheers, Matt. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. So I want to explain a few ways you can help out the show. First of all, it's just by listening, and I really do appreciate you listening every episode. The next way would be to subscribe on YouTube. We're now at 1,000 subscribers. We finally made it. Thank you very much, everybody. I really appreciate that. It's just incredible to hit such a, such a big number of people. So thank you very much for getting here. That's a big milestone for me. You can also help out the show by buying a T-shirt of the month. That's actually turning out to be a T-shirt of the quarter, but they're available over at the creativewaffle.club shop. And it's designed by myself this time, and we're going to be having different T-shirts every quarter, basically designed with different people, designed with different designers. So that's a great way to help out the podcast. You could also uh, email me, hello at bluedeardesign.co.uk. Um, I'll send you some stickers, stick them around your local town. Uh, you can also go over to Patreon, uh, sort of help us out over there. That's patreon.com slash creativewaffle. The main tier over there is just a £1 donation, or you can donate more if you want to, but a $1 donation, which literally helps me buy a can of monster, keeps the podcast fueled. So apart from that, I think it's just spreading the news, spreading the, uh, the message about the podcast, share it around on social media, take a screenshot, tag it, tag out Creative Waffle. There's also a special Discord group, which is uh, just a growing group of designers that like the podcast and support the podcast. Uh, basically, it's free to join in. Uh, I'll leave a link down in the description of the podcast again to the Discord group. We're just sharing ideas, tips, feedback on work, that sort of thing, just having a bit of a, a group chat. But yeah, apart from that, that's great. Thank you very much for listening. It does mean a lot to me. I'll catch you next week for another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast.